Hello and welcome to They Said What at Thanksgiving, also known as T-SWAT. This podcast is brought to you by the Occidental Newspaper and produced by the Occidental Podcast Team. This podcast will allow our listeners to understand the social and political landscape that exists here at Occidental College. Today we'll be discussing the prospective TikTok ban. I'm your host, Zoe Solomon. I'm here today with Nora Manukin and Aya Sugira. Hi, this is Aya. I'm a senior UEP major. This is Nora, and I'm a philosophy math junior. That's it. And I am a junior UEP major. So just to contextualize it a little bit, according to CNN, the Biden administration is threatening to ban TikTok unless Chinese stakeholders sell their shares. Shares. The ultimatum is due to national security concerns related to the app. So my first question is, how will the TikTok ban affect your personal use and experience with the app? I'm not really a user. I am more addicted to Instagram Reels because I'm very old, but that's okay. I It will affect people whom I know who are very frequent users of TikTok, and it will affect in a negative way because they're the main the information stream that they get mainly comes from TikTok and it can relate to both the political stuff, the news and also social things or it it sometimes acts like a replacement for Google when you need answers. You can just search it up on TikTok and I know there is many uses to TikTok but albeit whatever, we'll see. Yeah, I'm also not on TikTok, so that's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have opinions about it. You know we do. I will say, though, like, I... The TikToks make it onto Instagram. And I am... I am addicted to Instagram. I had to delete the app. I'm using the web browser version. Helps a little bit because I can't get stuck on the Explore. It's, like, not as immersive, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just on Safari. I'm not actually (laughs) in Instagram. But yeah, that's going to be interesting because I do think a lot of people make content on TikTok and certainly the like TikTok format of like short form video content is like a mainstay across a lot of platforms now. I'd actually say that the Instagram format for the TikToks is shorter because I recently I was on TikTok watching one video that was five minutes long. So it's a misconception. TikTok actually has up to 10 minutes of usable time span that you can record a video of using that time, but other platforms don't. So I'd say some users do it on purpose so they can post on multiple platforms. Otherwise, they're not that short, but they're more convenient than, let's say, compared to YouTube. It's more convenient. The format seems to be fitting the way your phone is. So vertical location rather than landscape. Okay, let's get into the issue at hand. What do you think motivated (laughs) the U.S. government's decision to ban TikTok, and how do you feel about it? Greed. My feeling of it is sinful. (laughs) I'm kidding, but... (laughs) You wanna you wanna elaborate on that? Of course, I'm gonna elaborate. (laughs) So I think it's certain things that the government would not want to cause vast panic or misinformation and that kind of that kind of material spreading around at a very 
fast rate is not beneficial to them. That's That could be one of those things. The other is foreign interference. So collecting data, but not by US, rather, but rather than US collecting the data, it's other countries collecting the data and affecting certain internal matters that we don't want to be interfered with. But I believe in greed. Yeah, it's interesting to like look at the, so there's like a House of Representatives bill, HR 1153, if you would like to look it up for yourself. And it's called the, actually it's kind of just clarifying a few things. It's It was introduced in the House on February 24th, and it's the Data Act, Dietering America's Technological Adversaries Act, that's what data stands for. So it's really interesting like national security angle on on data. It quotes like the FBI, director of the FBI, saying that, quote, we do have national security concerns about the app TikTok. Its parent company is controlled by the Chinese government, and it gives them the potential to leverage the app in ways that I think should concern us. So he goes on to talk about the ability to, quote, control the recommendation algorithm, allowing them to mani manipulate content, to use it for influence operations. Um, which are, quote, a lot more worrisome in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party than whether or not you're steering somebody as an influencer to one product or another. And then, yeah, so collecting data is also a concern. And yeah, so then it's it's very, like, China-focused. <laughs> I mean, and the what? solutions they offer to this issue, whatever the motivation be, their solution is either gain control of TikTok or ban it altogether. So. It's very black and white to them, but I don't think it's that simple. That sort of leads me into my next question. Do you think the ban reflects larger political and economic tensions between the US and China? Yeah. Yeah, there were always tensions with China, especially considering the history of the United States and its opposition to the leading party in China. Because you know, there is that communist thing. I said the forbidden word, but yes, that was one of those. And then prior to the whole TikTok issue, there was always the issue of trade that was brought up many times back when I was in government class. So trading with China was an issue and bringing back the jobs and all sorts of dilemmas and misconception and not misconceptions and all sorts of things that U.S. disagreed with when it came to China. It's interesting because I'm still, I'm kind of obsessed with this little bill here <laughs> I have in front of me, so that, that's all. But yeah, it goes on to define China. It goes on to define foreign person. It goes on to define treaty ally of the United States. So clearly there's like, they're really thinking about, yeah, like, an international when a lot of these security treaties you know it's like mutual defense treaties collective defense treaties mutual cooperation security treaties i think it's very like military treaties like i think our idea of our traditional idea of national security has been linked with military defense and war and so it's really interesting that now they're using these frames and like international relationships and kind of carrying that over into like a digital and data sphere and kind of this idea that like oh 
China, the Chinese government could be in your phone. It could be in the phones, in the hands, in the back pockets of like, in the households of millions of Americans. Like, it just feels. I feel like there's something there. I, I can't speak to it all that much, but. Can you talk a little more about the bill and also why people are calling comparing it to the Patriot Act? So to clarify, the Patriot Act is post 9-11, national security, the whole TSA thing, border security, citizenship. Yeah. Do you need another ring? That was like, oh, okay. it was out of nowhere, it wasn't my... <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, the Patriot Act. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I could pull up the Patriot Act. I haven't read that, so I can't really say. But I do think it's interesting that there is a f- targeted focus on TikTok specifically, as if like American social media platforms or media conglomerates that also collect data are not under the same level of scrutiny, mm-hmm. or are certainly not in this lens of national security. Like this is this is framed as a national security issue. I think, kind of. Instagram or Facebook has come under, maybe particularly Facebook has come under scrutiny for just like data security more broadly or just like, you know, overextending their power as a conglomerate. I don't know. No, I think the issue with Facebook was more Um, about the kinds of advertisements in terms of like the political promotions that you can see there. I remember that being an issue at some point. Data collection, not so much. And I agree that it is pretty baffling how the other corporations, like the Meta, doesn't get that much scrutiny coming from the government when it comes to data collection, because they do. And not only that, but a bunch of websites constantly ask whether you permit them to collect the data. And most of the time we accept them, I think that it is known as the cookies. That's what I usually get when whenever like I visit any website, New York Times, Washington Post, doesn't really matter what I visit, but they always ask whether I'd accept or not accept the terms and conditions of like being on their website and getting the data collected from me. So the data collection shouldn't be an issue if it is at hand. And that's why their solution is just to take over TikTok. It's not necessary. If it was the question of banning the TikTok for the data stuff, then it would be banning every other platform that is out there because all of them collect the data, but they want to take control of it. They are pushing for the sale. There is a New York Times article discussing that matter. Okay. So right now I am reading the bill and Here is just a short list of what the government would be able to access if they deem you a national security risk. And it includes like wireless local networks, mobile networks, satellite payloads, cable access points, web-based applications, mobile applications. So this bill would give the government like a lot of access to people's data if they were deemed like a national security threat through the usage of TikTok. And it's like, I mean, I see it as a massive infringement on privacy. privacy. Yeah. I mean, it is. It was always that, uh, that's why I believe, and I've discussed this previously, we need some sort of education on internet privacy and how we can be tiptoeing around certain things like that. 
but I mean, but it also is continuing to like target foreign persons to such a funny term any foreign person that are and then they're listing concerns of like directly or indirectly operating on behalf of china directly or indirectly controlled by or otherwise subject to the influence of china reasonably believed to have facilitated or maybe facilitating or contributing to china's military intelligence espionage or weapons proliferation activities like girl like why is this I mean, okay, I'm not the U.S. government. I don't know. I'm not, you know, a media person. I don't know. Certainly there are potentially risky ways that these platforms can be used. But, like, for me, as your little average media consumer, and, okay, maybe not average, <laughs> but TikTok for me is, like, my tarot readings, okay? It's my, like, nutritional information. It's, like, such an interesting... No, but like there are so many better platforms for doing the, all the espionage, data sharing type of stuff. I mean, I'm not promoting that, but I I believe that there are other ways you can communicate this, and TikTok is certainly not one of those methods. I can bring up like certain chat apps that have encrypted messages, so whenever you send a message, it's encrypted, so they can't really access whatever you have sent away to whomever you sent the message to or even the conversations so there there's certainly better ways to do espionage <laughs> compared to tiktok which is I, I don't know who would be doing that i also like tiktok is an international i don't know don't people use tiktok in other countries they other do. than the u.s also tiktok you can't even use it in china like <laughs> I don't know. This is ludicrous. You can't even use it in China. Well, and it's they, available everywhere. I think so. they have their own equivalent mm -hmm. version. But yeah. you know, they have their great firewall. Yep. So TikTok was also banned in India as well. So only India so far, but like the the entirety of Europe is okay with TikTok, right? Yeah. Great. Like I guess it's unclear to me. Like there's clearly like satellite offices wherever. Like I think there's an TikTok office in Culver City. Like, I don't know. It's kind of a question of who's actually looking at the data. Like, how much of... I mean, it just sounds very conspiratorial to be like, oh, behind yes. all of this, the big bad Chinese government is looking into XYZ as if the American government's not already doing that. I mean, so many corporations and businesses benefit from TikTok, just like they benefit from Instagram. It is a platform where you can post stuff and gain more consumers, et cetera, et cetera. And I know it has become even more popular, let's say for fashion brands to be active on social media and Instagram and TikTok are like the main platforms to, to gain that audience and that attention and collect certain Yes, they sometimes do collect certain data on what, what kind of clothing you prefer to target you in terms of ads, et cetera, et cetera. Nonetheless, it is a way for a business to promote themselves. I know a lot of small businesses that have used TikTok to promote their business. What do you think the future of social media regulation and censorship looks like in the US? I think there's a lot of censorship. I mean, personally, I mean, there is some necessary censorship because you can't be posting everything out there and that's what the dark web is for. So <laughs> go check out that platform if you're into that stuff. But I think this is a big censorship move, not 
acute one that you can kind of deal with, but something that is kind of infringing upon whatever freedom I have to use services like TikTok. And not only that, but I've heard of a bill, along with a data bill, that suggests we criminalize the use of VPNs. So if you can't use a certain app in states, you could be using an app that is not banned in Europe through a VPN. So it changes your location in whatever way it is, it does that, but they want to criminalize that and make you pay a large fee and et cetera, et cetera. So that is even worse than just the data collection stuff. So that's actually within the TikTok ban bill. So it is in the same bill. And I think that's... And it's called the Restrict Act. Yeah, 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 the Restrict Act. So the Restrict Act is a major a major move on behalf of the government. Because people in Russia, I'd say a lot of social media is banned there because you know the situation with Russia, Ukraine, all the sanctions, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of people use VPN to access social media there. And imagine Russia can do that. Russian folks can do that. We can't use VPN. That seems outrageous to me. Where do you think all the TikTok users would go? Instagram. I've heard of YouTube Reel, the YouTube Shorts. Bro, people have been sending me YouTube Shorts. I'm like, we're in a new era. Why are people no, sending me not the YouTube, YouTube Shorts? shorts. As someone who was, I am a very frequent user of Instagram Reels. And when the YouTube Shorts came out, I was like, oh, yeah, they're just trying to be on brand with all the TikTok and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. And my mom is a user of the Facebook feature that has the same stuff. So it's all over the place. A lot of social medias are adopting it. So, so yeah. if we have so many social media, like media like YouTube and Instagram adapting a TikTok-like feature, does it even matter if we have TikTok if there's so many replacements that are out there? Have you noticed that there are not that many ads on TikTok? When you watch a TikTok, you don't get a midway ad. In on YouTube, you will necessarily have gazillion ads for a two minute long video. And Instagram has a bunch of ads in between those reels. Instagram, not Instagram. TikTok doesn't have that. They have different pay structures for their content creators. I think TikTok is like they get X amount of cents per X amount of views. Whereas like YouTube, Instagram, it's ad revenue. Yep. So that, that is interesting. I do, I don't know. I Ultimately, I don't think it's about the platform of TikTok in terms of like the content. I'm sorry to all of my TikTok girlies. <laughs> you can do your little dance somewhere else. Like you'll be fine. We adapt, you know? But I think it's more just like the precedent that it's setting of mm -hmm. like the yes. US government can ban certain products or platforms or modes of communication based on nas quote national security that's very targeted towards like whoever our allies or adversaries are and i'm not sitting here and this is not like a oh are you pro-china or pro-us like that's not even i feel like it's even beyond that because i'm not going to sit here and defend the chinese government yeah you know but i think just like the way that they're framing it as a national security issue is kind of weird and then there's also been you know further there was a another bill in the house on february 1st that 
was approved to vote to denounce the horrors of socialism. Quote. I w- would like to pose a question because we're getting a little carried away. I know. So I want to talk about not banning TikTok as in the bill that is being proposed in government. I want to talk about banning TikTok as should we have this app like available to young people in our country? Like, how is it affecting people in our country? How is it affecting people's mental health? I mean, TikTok uh, has been known to be rife with misinformation. It's known to like have content content related to like self harm and mental illness and things that are really affecting kids. And I know that in China, TikTok is banned like for anyone under thirteen. So it's like, let's talk about what is on TikTok. Like, do you think that? Do you think that should be allowed? Should it be banned? What? Let me know. That's not specific to TikTok. Like, the whole internet has that on it. I don't know. You could find that anywhere. You could find that in real life if you, if you, I don't know. Like, I think there is, I think it's important to practice safe internet, whatever. Well, what's the term? Internet safety. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know why I should that. I think, it's, I think it is important to talk about internet safety. I think what I was going to say to your point earlier is, like, if our policymakers don't even know how Wi-Fi works, like, then it's not, it's not a, you know, best practices topic anymore. But I think we could, there is a lot of room for best practices discussion and for clarifying, like, what kind of content. May, but you know what? The content should go out there. Yeah. It should go out there. And then I think it's more of like, I think it's the solution, in my opinion, is not like regulate the content. It's like regulate how people, or not regulate, just like inform people so that yes. they can react to and interact with whatever content they may come across in an appropriate and safe manner. Like, how are you going to, you know, I, I don't know. This whole like save the kids thing, I'm not with it. <laughs> Oh, we don't need to save, save the, kids. the kids. They need to learn. Oh. You know? So, like, underexposure and overexposure of all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you're not going to... Okay, maybe I'm being callous, but you're not going to... You know what? Actually, this is not this is not an appropriate take. I was going to say that... Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm doubling down. <laughs> what were you going to say? Yeah. So, we all have a choice at the end of the day how Mm -hmm. we intake information and what you do with that and what your takeaway is so yes you can intake violence you can intake misinformation you can intake xyz it doesn't even have to get to the extremes and you have to make a decision with what you do with that yeah and so i know that there's probably studies showing that like higher exposure to violence leads to poor mental health mm-hmm. or violent behavior in yourself or antisocial behavior or xyz mm-hmm. all this like our society's crumbling things but i think there's a bigger question of like so then why are kids sat alone glued to their screens you know not to be like why aren't kids going outside anymore but literally like that's not on the kid that's not really on the platform no i have a younger brother who plays games on his phone all the time like it's not the tiktok he's on he he is on youtube shorts but <laughs> if if it's not the New shorts era. which i rarely find him he is playing some game on his phone so it's not even the question of letting children have less exposure to the phone or like the internet or whatever there are other ways they'll find there are other means to having access to internet in one way or another it's not just tiktok there is more to it 
and about the just general exposure to all sorts of information, I agree. I believe that if you read any sort of free speech manifesto that is available online, what I'm thinking of is John Stuart Mill. So he said that to find a greater truth, you need to be exposed to all sorts of truths, quotation mark truths, that people believe to be correct and deem to be the ultimate answer to whatever the question is. But it's through dialogue and conversation and that exposure that you're trying to navigate this world and find your truth or the ultimate truth that comes out of all the misconceptions that you face. So you do need that exposure. Yeah, and I think also broadly in life, we're taught a lot of different values from our parents or our peers or school or wherever. Like, it's not just, I don't know, it's really not, like, I don't think the internet is any, like, maybe it is wilder and maybe a little unpredictable and maybe a little out of control, but I don't think it's that much different from how people have been interacting with each other. Yeah. I mean, again, even if TikTok is banned, there is other stuff out there. So the question is, why are you so against TikTok? All right, that sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to T-SWAT, and we hope to see you next week. Thank you. I have a closing thought. Yes. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> In the words of Benjamin Franklin, the bald eagle is a bird of bad moral character. He does not get his living honestly. He is too lazy to fish for himself. A much more respectable bird, and withal, a true original native of America. He is besides, though a little vain and silly, a bird of courage. That would be the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. We'll see you next week.